Hey friend, I'm Tawny. I'm a mid-twenties girl with a passion for ending global poverty, abolishing sex trafficking, and keeping mamas with their babies. I created the Kindred Movement so that other women who are passionate about world change can connect with artisan women and men around the world and help them support their families. We are kindred spirits with the artisans who are across the globe. They are women just like us who would like to provide for their families in a dignified way. They don't want charity. They want an opportunity. We can provide that for them by partnering together to buy and share their beautiful products and by inviting other kindred spirits to join us and create a ripple effect, a movement for change. Keep following along to learn how you can use your buying power for good. We are kindred spirits, and now we are friends. Hello, friends. It's Tawny. Welcome back to the Kindred Movement Podcast. It's been a little bit since I've been here, and I have for sure absolutely improved my microphone. I have actually bought a new microphone that is working amazingly, and you'll have to let me know what you think if you think the audio has improved or not. I think I've cracked the code. I really do. I finally think I do, and I almost think I need to go back and record some of my old episodes again so they actually sound good. But today I'm going to be sharing three stories of our artisans in Haiti. We have multiple artisan groups there in Haiti, and Haiti was the country that inspired our founders to create Trades of Hope. One of the groups we work with does our clay bead rolling, and they are called Papillon, and I've actually gone and visited Haiti and gotten to spend time with those artisans, as well as some at our group that they work more with leather and stuff, and they are called Haiti Design Co. So I'm going to be sharing some stories, two of them from our Papillon group that does our cereal box beads and clay beads, and one from our Haiti Design Co. group. So Haiti has endured this century's worst natural disaster and is home to almost 500,000 orphans. The majority of the orphans have not been orphaned by parental deaths or natural disasters, but by parents who gave them up simply because they could not feed them. The group we work with is an unorphanage and is helping with the orphan crisis by providing parents with sustainable business through creating designs that do good. So let's jump into these stories. The first story is Mackenzie. Surrounded by the tropical beauty of Haiti, Mackenzie is also surrounded by extreme poverty. But neither poverty, nor the death of a child, nor domestic abuse have defined her. She has persevered through many challenging seasons and continues to pursue good things for her family. While many mothers in her village have been forced to make the heartbreaking decision to give up their children to poverty orphanages to save them from starvation, this mother of five has been able to earn enough income to keep her family together by hand-rolling clay beads and making jewelry from discarded cereal boxes. Your purchase of any of our cereal box or clay bead items helps Mackenzie continue to keep her family together. The next story is of Kenson, one of our guy artisans in Haiti. He says, before working as an artisan, I was selling used clothes on the street. I was one of the first artisans to work in our local workshop. I had a friend who worked there, and he introduced me to the artisans. It's had a big impact on my life. 
I'm able to save money and pay for both of my daughters to go to school. I'm able to pay for a house to live in for my family. I have a lot more possibilities now. I don't have to worry about having enough food to eat or how I'll take care of my family. I like working in our workshop because I can advance in the business. I have a lot of possibilities. I would like to spread the joy of having a job to other parts of Haiti. I would love to see our business grow and have locations in the countryside so it can help even more people. The last story is Kanida. She says, My nickname is Kanida. My dad gave me that nickname because I'm the baby of the family. My dad, Andre, is a metalwork artisan and I learned under him for a while. In 2017, I began working as an artisan and I picked up things pretty quickly. I was married, but my husband passed away and that has been really hard. Working has been a blessing. I just really love to work. My team collaborates a lot, and we are always helping each other out. I have so much respect for every woman that I work with on the jewelry team. I want our customers to know just how hard we work to create jewelry that is truly beautiful and that Haiti isn't ugly like it's so often portrayed. I am proud to be a Haitian because of how beautiful my country is. I am proud of my culture, and I'm proud of my heritage. I would love for all of our customers to be happy with their purchase and to see our products as beautiful and creative. And someday, I will become a great entrepreneur that has her own house and can visit other places in the world. Weren't those three very beautiful stories of hope? If you'd like to hear more stories like this, be sure to subscribe to the Kindred Movement podcast. Also, you can check out my blog and find me on social media on Instagram and Facebook. In Haiti, where work opportunities are scarce, we partner with women to create change through design and job creation. With every purchase of their jewelry and other things that they make, women are empowered to receive jobs in a family-like environment. You can be part of them receiving an income, healthcare, emergency loans, educational resources, and counseling. Your purchase brings a generational change. My thoughts on this, I have spent some time in Haiti. I actually got to go there for a few days and visit our artisans at two workshops there, two of our artisan workshops, and I absolutely loved it and I definitely felt the love and the family-like environment in such a dangerous place and I do see the beauty of the country. I hear a lot of them say that the country is beautiful even though there is so much heartbreak and crime and tragedy that is going on. A lot of ugly things are happening there but there is so much beauty there and definitely I love all of the products that come from Haiti and I feel very close to those artisans and I loved the artisans. You know I asked them one day um, like how do you feel about your work that you're doing and they were like it's okay I mean I love what I'm doing because it is bringing me food and bringing me an income for my family like I've asked them is this you know your dream job something you'd want to do with your life and they're like making jewelry is basically a means to the end ends to them and they're good at it like they learned how to do it and they learn to be skilled at it and 
if they work hard, they can rise in the ranks and some of them have become leadership there. So it was just interesting. Like we are looking at them as the partners and looking at the artisans and saying, oh my gosh, they must like love, love, love what they're doing. This must be a dream job for them. But it's really, it's just a means to to an end. And I love hearing their dreams of what they want to do, like what their dreams actually are, what their dream they want to go travel or they want to buy a house and that's really what they're looking for so it just shows like the cultural differences like really here in the united states or if you're in a western country a first world country we really do have the option of like what is your dream job what's the thing that you love to do and we even especially my generation i feel like we're having a hard time with like contentment keeping a job Um, Well, like, and I definitely struggle from this. Like, I try out a job for a while and I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. But the, and then I get to change. And that's like the amazing thing and something that we're so privileged in that we get to choose where we want to work for the most part. We, based on the education that we get and how, not just how hard we work, but literally our background that we've come from, the education that we go get, we have kind of our pick. And I can see why that attracts so many people to first world countries like the united states because of the opportunities that there are but i'm just so thankful that opportunity is being brought to haiti and we're using a lot of their things that they already know and like their cultural things there like um, with our leather artisans that was that group that works with our leather in haiti they were literally that was a dying art in haiti There was some of the last people that knew how to work with leather in their specific way that they do that the group leader there communicated with someone, I think it was someone up in the mountains or something, and learned how to work with leather and he taught people how to do it. So literally something in their culture that was about to die, go extinct, was brought back to life through that artisan group. I just think that's so cool. So you can take action today and help create more stories of hope like this by shopping with me. Head to kindredmovement.com to shop, learn more about hosting an event with me, and joining me in this movement. Please rate and share this podcast so that others can hear these beautiful stories of hope. Head to my Instagram and give me a follow at tawny.austin. I'd love to connect with you. Send me a DM, find me on Haven or my VIP group on Facebook, and send me a message. I would love to talk with you. Thanks for listening.